It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Welcome to That Josh James Show, and I am absolutely delighted. Got a very special guest today. I can't believe our second guest. And we have got the Towie OG, <laughs> the fresh Prince of Sugar Art himself. How are you doing? Kirk Norcross, how are you, mate? I'm good, I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm good. It, it makes me sound old when I get called an OG of Towie, but it was that. How long ago? It must have been 11. Mate, 11, I was watching, years. I was watching like. I was watching clips last night. Oh. Of like when it when it first came out, I'm thinking this was like this was around the time I was at like 18, 19, and it don't feel like that long ago. But it's almost like everyone on there looks noticeably younger. Yeah, it's and been, it looks old, like looks older now. Like I've time gone by. You know what I mean? It's been the quickest and longest time. It's, it's it sounds weird saying that, but yeah. it has so much has happened. But it doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah, and um, if you watch like <laughs> if you watch the first episodes. We were so fresh to this. Make sure you're talking to like, that, We didn't have a clue what to like what to do. Yeah, we didn't yeah, even yeah. know what channel it was going to be on until like a month before. You know, we were doing this show called The Only Way is Essex. Um, and it was it was bizarre. It was like an overnight thing. I used to go to Greg's Bakers. There is other bakers available, by the way. But I used to go to Greg's. I used to work in Sugar Up. So I used to go in Greg's every day and get my lunch. And then I think our first episode aired on a Sunday. And um I went in there and everyone just stopped on the Monday. Everyone just stopped and looked at me. And I'm like, all right. I'm thinking, what? You know, I'm all paranoid what I've got on my face. And uh, they made me jump the queue. They said, come to the front, Kirk, which I hated. Like, I really hated it because really? I've been going to that same Greg's for two, two, three years. And I had no, no, like, no different treatment, which I shouldn't have. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't want it. So I, I went somewhere else and had my lunch, got all nervous and run away. But if you watch the series ones, you watch us look at the floor when we're walking into scene, because when you're walking into a scene, they're like, there's an X on the floor where you've got to yeah. go. But where we were so new to this, we're all heads down. We look nervous. We're not, we're just walking, we're knowing where to walk. But it was, it was, it was crazy to know how long it so was. So I knew, so basically, I mean, I'm from Brentwood yep. and I'd, I'd, I'd sort of known of, you know, you as a, as a friend of a friend or, yes. or whatever. And obviously your dad owned Sugar Up. Um, but then I got, I got sort of whisperings. I remember first time being at V Festival, right? And we was there with uh, Fern McCann yeah. and Sam Fez, yeah. who ended up being characters on the show. And uh, I remember my mate Tom going to Sam, and I was like, oh, so you're going to be in this show about Essex? What is it all about? And she was like, oh, they basically just follow us about with cameras, this person, that person's in it, Kirk's in it, you know. We're like, wow, that, I can't really imagine that. Mm. And then I think it was a few months later that it come out. So how did it, first of all, how did you first get approached by it and how was it sold to you? Uh, well, to be honest, it's, I haven't really told people how, how my affiliation with it and how it actually started. So I used to work in Sugar Up doing promotions and marketing. Yeah. So I would book artists to come in, um, you know, celebrities and all stuff like that. So you get a roster um, sent to you who's available for PAs. And there was a guy called Brian Bello who won Big Brother many years ago and he was from Basildon. and I thought you know what, local lad, I'll book him for a PA at Sugar Up. I've, we've never been on TV at this point. I was just working in Sugar Up. So I booked him for a PA. He come to Sugar Up and I showed him like a really good night, champagne, showed, showed him like, you know, all the bells and whistles. And we become friends. And he was like, Kirk, I didn't know this life existed. Like, he's, he's from Basildon, you know, really naive at the time. And he's like, 
people need to make a TV show about this. So of he, sort of like flashy Essex. Yeah, yeah, so he come up with an idea of a show called Totally Essex, and there is a pilot on YouTube. Oh, mate, I've seen, seen it. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, honestly, he's right? so good. It's so bad. So it was like, uh, That's why it's good. He's so bad, it's good. It, it was filmed in my house. and Because yeah. um, you're all there, aren't you? There's, there's Mark there, there's Amy. Yeah, Amy, and a few that didn't make it. I think uh, a mutual friend of ours, Chris Carter, yeah. was in it. Yeah. Uh, a girl called Rochelle. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was a similar con- uh, like idea of a show, but... It was too cringy. It was all about money. So yeah. on the pilot, they said to me, tell us about your most like extravagant night out. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't really have them. You know what I mean? A yeah. lot of us will go out and get a table, but not really extravagant. And they kept just going on. What's the most you spend? What's the most you spent? So I was talking for ages. And then I think one night, I think I spent five grand on a table. I didn't have it. I was skinned for months after. But then you think that's what I've got to do. And that's all they showed in my little clip. Yeah, spend five grand on yeah, a table. Yeah, of course they do. But they took 10 minutes to get that out of me, you they know? They want to make their own narrative Yeah, the ex- exactly that. And then, um, so the idea got pitched to, I believe it was a production company called Lime or ITV. We had a meeting with uh, Lime Production. Mm-hmm. And they said they loved the idea. Everything like that was going to be me, Brian Bello, all the others that you see in that Totally Essex yeah. pilot. Um, and then pff, nothing. Just completely quiet for about a year. Nothing at all. We never heard anything. And then... Got a phone call from the line production. It says, oh, do you remember the, the show we were talking about? We've changed the name of it. Called The Only Way Is Essex. Well, actually, yeah. they might have not even changed the name at that time. But they said they got the same show. So I spoke to Brian. Brian was at the right arm and said, they've pushed him away. Yeah. Took his idea off him and changed. I think he took them to court. Right, yeah. And yeah, won yeah, an out of court that. settlement or something like that. Um, which was a bit of a dog move on their behalf because it was a, it was an idea that this young young guy thought of you know what I mean mm. and uh, and they've just sort of tweaked it and made it a little bit better but I didn't like the name of the show it was called The Only Way is Essex see I grew up in a place called Furrock which is nothing like it's nothing like the Towie that you see no you know what I mean it is how I describe Essex is it's split by the A13 you know in the A127 there's two divides of Essex you know you've got the Furrock side and you've got you know, Brentwood, Epping, all that side. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, all that glamour was new to me. I didn't live that life that you see on Towie. Like... Because am I right in thinking that you was brought up by your mum? Yeah, I got brought up with my mum. Mum and my dad split up when I was four. And um, so you lived with your mum in Furrock? Yeah, we lived... Um, weren't a, weren't a, family life was great, but financially it was terrible. And it's not a sub story because everyone in my area lived the same life. Everyone. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was bad. I grew up living in a hostel. Me, my mum and my brother lived in one room and... To be honest, it wasn't much bigger than this studio, and, mm. and that's the truth. And there was there was a bunk bed for me and my brother, double bed for my mum. We had to share a bathroom with eighty five other other people that lived there. The kitchen you couldn't even eat. You'd have to. We lucky enough we had a friend that lived across the hostel who used to make us dinner because the kitchen had mold and everything in it. Because they were the people that were living in there just didn't have no hope in life, you know. And and you know hopefully everyone did do good in life, but it was such a culture shock. So for you me. weren't in touch with your dad at this point. I see him every other weekend. Right. Um, my mum and dad split up for their own reasons, but I was very bitter to my dad because mm-hmm. I, I love my mum to death, you know. Um, but as I grew older, I realised that couples, if, if, if they can't stick together, they can't stick together. I'm glad that my parents split up rather than stay and argued, you mm-hmm. know, because growing up, 
in a home is argument is not as good as breaking growing up in a broken home as you say but it was it was bad it was it was really bad the upbringing that i had um, and again no sub story i loved the life that i live and it was everyone in my estate lived the same life it was literally my mum would use her benefits or whatever she was on to to support her children and help the neighbour, and then the neighbour would use their benefits and help us out. It was yeah, it's a community thing. It, yeah, it was madness, you know. But but it, it, it made me to who I was, and I got put on this show like the only way is Essex. Like my dad sort of took me out of that life when I was eighteen, and my dad's not the kind of man that I say sorry. He shouldn't have had to say sorry for the life that I live. It was life. It's what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what my dad decided to do is shower me with a luxurious lifestyle to say mm. sorry to make up. Um, so he let me work in his nightclub, uh, Sugar Up, and my life went from, it was, it was, it was, it was, it, you could, it was day and night. Like, I mean, it was phenomenal. I didn't even have money to buy a pair of trainers. Then I literally was getting, like, clothes that ain't even, <laughs> trainers that ain't even out in this country. It, it was crazy, and I couldn't, and then I generally believe from, from then I'll become a lost a lost adult really like it just so you me. think all that sort of money and all that that stuff that got showered on you you think it was it was it was it had a negative effect really bad I didn't know like so obviously I grew up on the estate so I couldn't fit in with rich people from Brentwood even if I had their money my mentality couldn't fit in with them mm. but now that I had the nice cars and the nice clothes I couldn't go back to the estate because yeah. they said I'd be in flash yeah, but I only course. had one car you know um, and, and it was a nice car, you know, I never asked for anything. I just, just, you know, I've always worked for my dad, never worked for a wage though. Mm. So I've always, anything my dad's asked me to do, I will do, either it be working sugar art, if he's building a house, I'd work with the builders and he would just make sure that I've got a car and I've got food, as simple as that. You know, if, if some people call that spoil, you know, I'll take it on the chin, you know, but it was a roller coaster ride and I was just so confused, Josh, like... I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So I had the rich money and the cars and that, but I didn't live the lifestyle. I remember when I realised I didn't fit in with this, let's say Towie lot and that mm. lifestyle, I think it was the end of series one and a group of us, we were probably at a photo shoot or something like that. And they're like, we should all plan holiday together. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Because I never had a holiday before then. I think yeah. I went abroad once and it was my mate's parents that took me a holiday. I never, never went abroad until I was you know, in, in my late, late teens. Um, and they're like, yeah, let's go skiing. And I, and I just went, oh, I can't ski. They all looked at me and went, you didn't do skiing in school. Didn't do skiing in school. We never yeah. had a school trip. I think I went to the theatre once to watch The Lion King. Do you know what I mean? It was, and that is when I realised, these ain't my people, they're you know. And, and then if if they're not my people, I must not be them. And and I felt like an outcast from, from Series so 1 until So you felt like an outcast on that show. Bring it back a little bit. Mm. Um, obviously, your dad owned Sugar Up. Yes. And Sugar Up was like the hub of Towie, yeah. wasn't it, really? Yeah. From, from day one, really. Um, your dad, because oh, your dad bought, bought it, didn't he? Yes. Of, of someone else. Because my first job when I was 16 was in Sugar Up. Was it? Yeah. And I remember your dad was owner then. Yeah. I'm pretty we, sure we, all he was just bought, or he had, just bought it, I think. Yeah, it was, we was half owner at first. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm not, I'm not, um, yeah, it, 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 there's a lot of um, politics that go into the Sugar Up, but my dad actually bought it off of a con artist and didn't realise, and the guy left my dad in a hell of a lot of debt. Really? So when we bought Sugar Up, it was just paying off someone else's debt and... And it was, you know, we never bought Sugar Up to run it. We bought Sugar Up for an investment. 
my so we're we're, like we're engineers we're from a grew up working in the docks i grew up working in tilbury docks um, from college to like 17 18 my brother worked in the docks my dad owned a welding firm uh, and my dad was only going to invest into sugar up that was all he was going to do invest money not run it not run it we'd never even wanted to step foot in now the guy come to my dad as an investment opportunity yeah and then when my dad invested into the club the guy like just done a runner to thailand really yeah and it, it was but when it when it really took off, because when when Sugar Out was on Towie, I remember it was the queue was like half like about half a mile down Brentwood yeah. High Street. It was mad we, how popular we it was. We had to have when it went on Tower, we had to the police shut the high street off sometimes because the queue was so big it was it spilling was out into the road. Um, we had like tour buses and coaches coming from Liverpool. Yeah. Obviously, Towie was on in seventy four countries in the world. We had people coming from Australia. You know, I we had a couple. They flew to, probably flew to London, obviously, but for a sole reason, the guy was taking his missus to Sugar Hut to propose to her because she was a fan of proposing in Sugar Hut. in the restaurant. He proposed in the restaurant. And she said yes. Yeah, she said yes. She said yes. She was looking at me when she said yes, though, Josh. You know what I mean? So I was a bit confused, but... Jesus, she must have been a big fan. Oh, it was... I mean, it was was crazy, you know? But yeah, it was... It was phenomenal, but it was... It was the best thing and the worst thing that could have happened to the nightclub. So it was the best thing because we had so many people coming down from all these different counties and countries and everywhere like that. But the locals that that, that made Sugar Art, you know, you know, they were getting fed up with it because they couldn't yeah. get into their stumping ground, you know. Well, I, mean? I would say before it went on tower with Sugar Art, it was packed. It, it was, was packed anyway. It was, yeah. You used to do the night on a Thursday. Yeah, chic. chic. Oh, there used to be Love Juice on a Sunday. That was it, yeah. And uh, that was one of the reasons why I, I was... I, I basically, my first job was at Sugar Out. I was a glass collector. Yeah. I worked there for a year, so I was about 17. And I quit, not because I didn't really like the job no more. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I want to start getting in here now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, you know. It's... And I remember it was it was, it was was packed anyway. And then when you, that show happened, it was still good though. I would still go. Mm. But it was just different. But... It was like where it was just people from from Essex before going yeah. there and whatever. Uh, you get people from all over. And I've actually got a funny story. I remember talking to this one girl. She was like from up north or whatever. And I was talking to her and, like, you know, cracking on or whatever. And she was like, oh, wow. You know, she liked a bit of cheeky yeah. charm. She was, I think she wanted an Essex boy that yeah. night. That's why she come down. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm on here. She's a good looking girl. Then you walked up, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is Kirk. I was like, but do you know Kirk? I'm like, yeah, I know Kirk. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, she forgot all about me. <laughs> <laughs> she literally dropped me like a hat. I was like, I'm just popped to the toilet. Didn't see her all night. I see her about an hour later with you. Oh, and no. I was like, you all right? And she literally didn't even look in my direction. <laughs> she was off with Kirk, um, boy. You know what? I was. Um, but listen, of course, you know. She wanted the real. She wanted the real. You know deal. what? You know it's what? Just, that always makes me laugh. That story. That's that's the thing I didn't like. That people only wanted to be hang around me or be with me romantically because of who I was. And yeah. and it's funny. I used to go to Sugar Out as a customer before my dad bought it, and I used to try it on all the bar staff and even all the regular girls. Again, none of them ever looked at me twice. I'd ask for their number. They wouldn't even. Some of them wouldn't even talk to me. And I'm not lying. Like the week I went on Towie, the same girls that would completely pie me, were all over me. I took advantage of it, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. you know what I mean, you know? I really did, you know, for about 10 years. You're I like, really this milked. is really not right, but, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You know, but, yeah, and I, I just, yeah, it was, it was, it was bizarre. 
It was bizarre. Like, I've seen that. I've seen that with other car, like people that have been on that show. I'm not going to mention any names, but like, listen, Kurt, you've got a bit about you. You're a good looking boy. You've got to chat, whatever. I know some people that have been on that show who <laughs> have not got that. <laughs> and then, like, I've gone on that show and I've seen really, like, good looking girls. Yeah. That are literally want to be with them. Yeah. I think because one, they wanted to try and get on the show. Definitely. Definitely. I was going to say two or two because they're on telly, but I think it was mainly because they're thinking if I get with this guy, I might get on that show and might earn a load of money. Exactly. And that's the, I think that's the world we're living in at the moment. You know, I, I see, you know, I see these wannabe influencers going out with these proper rich, like let's, let's call them young adults and that. And, and they've got no, no disrespect for them, but I know the girls that only go with proper lads are with these guys that have got nothing about them. And I'm like, I can see it. These girls are purely yeah, with this yeah, person yeah. because they've got the yachts, the Rolexes, and all these girls want to do is picture that lifestyle. Yeah. Because that's the world we're living in. It's bizarre, isn't it? But then it? again, if you was a girl, like, if I thought, oh, if I'm going to get with this geezer, right, and I don't have to work, oh, I'm yeah. going to have nice holidays. I'd be terrible if I was a girl, Josh. I'm not going to lie. Probably, to be honest, I probably would do that. You know what? If, if, if I was a girl, I'd, I'd probably be on a yacht with, yeah. with multiple fellas, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know like, what I mean? I have them hanging out Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's asking, yeah, I can't believe they do that. I'd do exactly the same. I'd be classed as a proper wrong and everything. Girls dirty. But no, I know what you said. But you see, I've seen seen that a lot. And I mean, well, you must have experienced that. It weren't hell of a lot. You know what? I was blinded by it until we had a fire in Sugar Up. Yeah. And I had, I thought I had so many friends. I think this was before Towie. I think the fire might have been. Anyway, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was. It was George. It was just before, no, it was just before. Oh, I do remember. Yeah, and I had so many friends ringing me up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, coming out for food. We're going to this bar. We're going to that place. Sugar up on the weekend. Yeah. I'm not lying. Sugar up was shut for a year. None of them rung me. They're not friends. They're, just, acquaint- I mean? they're and, just acquaintances. And then I realised how lonely I was. And it, um, you know, substances was my my way out, yeah. my escape. You know what I mean? That was that was my way out. But you know what? I I, I did love Towie. But I wasn't right for it at that time, I don't think. Mentally, I wasn't, you know. So, do you enjoy the first series? I really did. You know yeah. what, look, you know, I lost my dad. I love my dad to death, but my dad coming on there weren't a good idea, you know. Really? because Well, because I was, I, you know, I'm a hard worker. I, I love working, Josh, you know. And, and my dad always said to me, you can run the club. Whatever you like in the club, you can do it. Because cause I was the age of people that was going to Sugar Rite, you know. Yeah. And then when my dad come on there... It just made me look like a child again. You know, I was I was quite a... You was your own person, you well, think, before yeah. you come on there. Yeah, and then when I come on, I was just mixed son and and like the show would make my dad buy me stuff that really? he wouldn't buy me. I was about to buy a car and they made my dad buy me a car before that and filmed it and the hate that I got on social media, yeah. oh, why don't you get, get a job yourself? I literally just about to buy myself a car, like a nice yeah. car as well. And But they and, want a storyline. They want a storyline, but I was naive to it, you know, I... I don't know what I wanted then. I'm not sure if I wanted the fame or the money or, or just the popularity. How old were you when you were that series? I think one? I was 20. 20? 20. Was yeah, I'm young? 34 now, you know. Was you I've, that young? Yeah, well, I had my That's 21st birthday on now. I had my 21st birthday on there and that was might have been series two. Yeah. So, yeah, 1920, that was... It was mad. Yeah, it was that mad. Is mad. But you know what? It was it was good. It was it was an amazing time. Me, I, I wasn't emo- like uh, mentally and emotionally ready for that. You know, I didn't know who I was. I just didn't have a clue. You know, you know, some people don't find themselves until they're quite older in life. You know, and I just, you know, I got dragged out of the council estate, 
and literally like one night hanging around in a ball court to the next night working in sugar as quick as that yeah. I, I mean it was like that and it was it was too hard to grasp it was it was too hard to grasp and I couldn't I didn't know where I fitted in in life and you know and, and then you thoughts and then you feel like you've got no purpose in a sense you know so my anger started to show on the show because I, I was being filmed to someone I wasn't you know all this money all this lifestyle I didn't have money then on Towie when they was filming that I had money I didn't mm. have money you know and I had this big bravado so any money that I had got I felt I had to spend it on the nice clothes to keep up that appearance because all the other people on the show I think that's one of the big things with being on Towie or any reality show, because I've seen it with every other reality stars, is you get a taste of this life. Yeah. And it's almost like keeping up with the Joneses. It's you know, expensive like to how do many, it. I've heard of so many reality stars having like, you know, proper like Lamborghinis on paying a, a mad amount uh, of rent. A month. Oh, a month. finance on it, yeah. And I'm like, why that's such a waste of money, but it's keeping up appearances to trying to give the impression that you're actually really, really smashing it. Yeah, you know, you get it a lot. I don't even think it's just... TV people now, you know. I've no, see, I'm yeah. seeing I'm seeing people they're they're financed up to the max with a car, and yeah. they ain't even got a house yet. Yeah, you know, and and I can't say nothing because that was me. Well, I never had a car on finance, but I was living a life more expensive than my I means. Think we you know, all, well, I, I certainly done a little bit of that in my mm. early twenties, and I think that's part of youth. Yeah, oh, because you play, you know. But there are people that I, I that I've uh, you know seen older people within that reality game who still seem to be doing that yeah and but I, I can't blame them I really can't blame them because the minute that you get seen out in not a nice car say you're on reality TV the minute you get seen out in the same clothes or not designer clothes they think your career's going down yeah so they're going to choose and you look like has been that is exactly it so the lifestyle like I felt like I had to have the sunbeds. I don't like having sunbeds. I don't like all the maintenance and, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I really don't. I love a casual pair of clothes and I've been shopping at Costco's a lot lately. That's great. Yeah, Costco's bang on. Oh, honestly, it's great. Everything I, you need. Costco shorts, Costco's t-shirt. I'm sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm good to go. And um, But then I couldn't, I did want to wear that kind of clothing and live that life, but. But then, but almost the way you didn't want to then get. Like, yeah, like you said, get branded like, oh, he's on his way down now. Yeah, well, I'm standing next to, like, Mark Wright and Joey Essex. So they're like Greek gods, you know what I mean? Like, their bodies are ripped, their tans are natural. Like, they look great. See me when I wake up. I look poggered. Like, they're like, you're right, you're not well. I'm like, no, I've just woke up. Why? You look look fucked, mate. I'm like, oh, so, like, I have to prune myself to feel that I fit in, do you know what I mean? And... You know what, there were, there were a good bunch of people on the show that I was with, you know, but at that time in my lifestyle, they wasn't me. No. You know, they wasn't, they wasn't my kind of people. And I didn't know who my kind of people was. You know, I'm still I'm still ironing out creases in my life now, Josh, yeah. you know. I think we all are. Yeah, you know. I don't think you ever, you know. I mean, I've definitely grown up a lot over the last couple of years, but still very much I mean more comfortable with who I am now. Yeah. Def- still yeah. figuring out a little bit where I, you know, where that's, I that's, sit in the I world. am... I am comfortable now, you know. I used to go to the gym for what people thought of me. Yeah. You know, but now I ain't been in the gym in a long time. But when I do train, it's purely for me. Do you know what I mean? Earlier this year, you was looking hench. Yeah. I, I mean, you're still looking in good shape now, but I've got was a derby and boobies now, though. Noticeably, you looked a lot more. Yeah, see me when I train, I'll train hard. It become my yeah. life, you know. Um, and I will literally go to the gym twice a day, cardio in the morning, weights at night. I'll be eating right and everything like that. But then. 
if one little thing happens in my life, I'll, I'll stop the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, your, that's your addictive personality. That was I'm an addict with it? everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even with eating, do you know what I mean? If, yeah. I, if I'm going to have a biscuit, I'll, I'll have the yeah. pack, you know, you know yeah. like it, it, with everything. Yeah. Like everything I do is to the extreme. And, and, and that was to my own detriment. So lifestyle. Bring it back to, um, you just mentioned there about, oh, you know, they're those nice people on tell whatever. Mm. Did you have a favourite person on, on Tawi that you like? Who Fav- wasn't, you know, you like your dad or... Yeah, favourite people on Tawi. Um, Lauren Pope, she was so real. Um, Lauren, you was with her for a bit as I well. I was going out with Lauren Pope. Yeah, she was a really nice girl. And I generally believe if it wasn't for our relationship being on Tawi, I'd probably still be with Lauren to this really? day. Okay. You know, I can't blame TV. TV is a story. Yeah. So they have to have a beginning, middle, and an end. Yeah. No matter how long it is, but they need it in a series. Yeah. So they would love to build up. Yeah, of course. Look, it's, it's, they it's would like, I love a bit of drama. Do you know what I mean? And 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 I'm if I feel like I'm being pushed, I'll, if if they want a reaction, I'm like I'll give you one. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, just, just probably, probably like my favorite, probably my favorite Tavi memory. Is it that <laughs> punchline? Isn't it? <laughs> is when you called Maria Fowler an extra. You know what? <laughs> I um. It wasn't even that like was that. It was, it was a private joke that a group of us had before. And that was a big, that was a big scene. During that scene, my granddad died in hospital. Really, and I wanted to get out. Of it. You could tell, you was at during that scene, that uh, you was just you was not right there. Like as in, well, I know, got the call, yourself. so I knew my granddad was on his deathbed for weeks and I always got told if you get the call Kirk you're going to have to go to the hospital yeah so just before that scene was I got a call saying Kirk come to hospital I said I've got to go now guys I said literally we're going to film you walking in take your mic off and go they didn't tell me what was waiting on behind that door really they didn't tell me that they just said I was sitting down with Lucy you know see and, that's, um, that's quite cruel isn't and, it and then my, gra- my granddad passed away during that scene which you know looking back of it now like I've done I've missed my granddad's death for fame do you know oh, what I mean like yeah but um, I didn't think it happened that quick. They just told me, do you know what I mean? They told me, I'm going to walk through a door, sit Lucy down and, and go, I'll see you in a minute, Lucy. I'm going to go to the toilet. End of scene. So you turned up with Lucy, basically, and then you're... Um, I split up ex- with Lauren Pope on the episode before. I told yeah, them I didn't so want to go on Then your ex-girlfriend day. turned up. And Maria's there. Maria was Maria's sticking up for her mates. friend. Yeah. Like, I can't blame her, do you know what I mean? But I didn't want to be horrible to Lauren. I didn't want to be horrible to Maria or Lucy. But I had to quickly shout things because my granddad was dying. Yeah. I wanted to get out. I would have yeah. said anything to anyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it was great telly. <laughs> See you. You're just an extra. <laughs> but, but you know what? I've done some extra work in some films. Yeah. And I mean, I was an extra in it a film. An and all I'm thinking of, she's going to walk in a minute and go, See you. You're just an extra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, you know, yeah, hands up to that. But I didn't mean Do it You know horrible. what, though? All them clips, though, Towie. Like, you've got to look back at those and laugh now. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? You know. It was... It hit me hard, all them scenes. But I'm looking back, you know, and I'm thinking, do you know what? Look, I'm crying because I'm happy, actually. Do you know what I mean? I um, It was great. It was great telly. Look, I I was the person everyone loved and hated at the same time. No, you know I, I, mean? think, I, think, I think you in it, Kirk. Like, and I've always liked this about you. Is that you are you are a really positive person? Yeah. And whenever you see you, you're like, you're right, mate. A you bit, yeah. you know, like really, honestly, really positive. Well, and, that's um, well, that's why I was getting upset with the show, and it's nothing to do with the show. But there's always going to be people that, that troll you for this or or, or whatever. You know, yeah. you're going to get that in all. But now I know that at the time I didn't. No, of course. It was such a personal attack. Of course. But, yeah. You know, 
But I can't blame someone for judging me what they've watched. Yeah. Why, why can I blame you for thinking I'm an idiot? Because I've acted an idiot. Mm. But at the time, I'm like, why are you attacking me? Because I never used to watch Towie when I was yeah. on it. And then I started, I'm like, oh my God, Kurt, you're a proper prick. But then small-minded people judge like that. Like, you, yeah. you've got to be, you know, you might think a certain thing, but then to air that to someone yeah. is, 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 a, is a bit odd because really a normal person will go, oh, that's what I think, but it's maybe more layered than that. It might yeah. have been, it's TV at the end of the day, they're portraying you in oh, a certain way. It's dramatised, isn't it? You know, it was, it was the first show of its kind. I think they called it a dramality. So they used to take yeah. our reality and turn it into a drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and... It, it was great, but yeah, I was um, I was rude to people, which I shouldn't have been. But it's because I, I just didn't know where I fitted in in that. But I don't think you was any particularly any particularly sort of. I don't think you you might think that personally mm. of yourself, but I don't think that's over where you come across. I think a lot of people, if they ask, "What did you think of Kirk on Tower?" I think they would have think you know, likable guy, positive, cheeky, chappy. Yeah. You know, of course, listen, no one's perfect. You had those times where. And, and unfortunately, they were filmed where times when you might have lost your temper or whatever. Yeah. But I think, honestly, coming from someone who watched a lot of Towie, yeah. uh, I think the general conception of you, Kurt, from majority of people is you're a good guy and you're positive and, you know, you're a good person. I thank you. I do appreciate that. And that's, you know what, that's what I tried to be on there, but they were putting me in some negative scenes and I couldn't get my positives. So on TV, mainly on reality, and I don't know what it's like now. This was 10 years ago. Yeah. In an argument, there always has to be... A winner of the argument and a loser of the argument. So, yeah, hero and a and villain. They always wanted me to be the villain because only because I could be a good villain. Like, my temper got the better of me. Never physical, do you know what I mean? That, you know? But if they put me in a, in, a, in a scene and they're like, Kirk, a go. It's good TV. I can't blame them. They're putting hundreds of thousands or even millions of pounds into a show. They're going to want great TV. And, yeah, I'll give them great TV, but... My problem was reading social media too much. Yeah, you just can't do it, mate. It was a job to me. It, was, it wasn't a job to me, sorry. Towie wasn't a job. It was my life, mm. you know, because they filmed it in my nightclub. They filmed it in my house. Yeah. They filmed me with my girlfriends. I had nothing to myself. Nothing. You see all of me, you know? Yeah. And it was, it, it, was, it, was, it was baffling, but I'd love to go back on, truthfully. You know, I never... Yeah, I really would. I generally believe I owe it to Towie and my family to show... Who they have actually raised. Because the person people have seen on Towie ain't, ain't the real Kirk. I wasn't yeah. acting. I just didn't know who I was then. You know, and now that I've lost my father, I would love to show the nation um, what my father made. You know what I mean? I, I literally, I live my day life every day now. How would my dad want me to act? You know, um, what would my dad want me to do? And, and, you know, and obviously what I want to do in life. But I don't think... Tell we don't owe me nothing, by the way, but I feel like they owe to give let me come on and show the real me, you know what I mean? And, and I think there's some fit girls on there at the moment, do you know what I mean? That, that, that's the truth. But, um, but yeah, no, that's the real reason. That's the real reason, you know? No, but I, re I really would like to because I didn't have a clear head then. Yeah. And I used it as my life. And I generally believe with any reality show, use it as a job. You know, clock in, clock out. Still have a little bit of personal time, friends, family, loved ones. But I was stripped bare on that show, you know. Well, you was a boy on there, maybe, and you're a man now. That's it, exactly exactly that, you know. And the day my dad died is when I become a man, unfortunately. Do you know what I mean? Like one million percent. The one million percent. The day my father died, I become a man. Obviously, before you come on here, I said, you know, 
I want it. To, I want us to have a laugh. You know yeah. what I mean? It's good to see you. I'll see you not so long ago. Yeah. You know, in different circumstances, and I won't won't speak too much about that. Yeah. Uh, but all positive, you know. Yeah, all good. Yeah. All positive, and um, you know, I said, you know, you don't have to talk, talk about your dad if 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 you don't want to. Um, but I just did want to mention to you. I, I thought a lot of your dad. Yeah. Thought he's a top man, and um, he always sort of. Um, Obviously, I used to go sugar a fair bit, and yeah. uh, he just always used to like look after, like look after me. I can remember, you know, just just was just was a gentleman, and I had so much time for him. Thank and um, I just want you to know that I think all this, you know, because you've touched a lot upon it. You've gone on loose women and, and spoke yeah. about this stuff in length, and yeah. you know, maybe people listening to this, that's a good place for them to, to go watch that. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but the way that you're spinning it around as a positive, yeah, and you're really being this mental health advocate now, and and. You know, he'd be so proud of you, mate. Oh, he, really, you. he really would. And, and uh, you know, you, you said there that, that you think you become a man when, when your dad died. Yeah. I would say you become a man before then, you oh, know. Thank you. Um, um, and you should, think, you should think more highly of yourself because you really are, you are a top bloke and he would, would be so so proud of the bloke you've become. Oh, thank you. Know? you. That, and you know what? Yeah, I, I did. So I set up my own business a few years before he died. Um, this is the jet, the jet washing, jet washing business. Yeah. Um, KN Jet Services. KN Jet Services. Um, for all your jet services. For all needs. your jet servicing needs. Um, I am actually selling it. I'm, I'm selling. You are. Well, like, I need a quote on my roof. I'm selling it. <laughs> Our, um, yeah, I want to move on to different. I always wanted to get into property. Yeah. Always. See, with my dad, it's not that he spoiled me or all his family. My dad knew that we lived in a horrible world. And he knew that everyone's always against everyone and he didn't like seeing his family fail. Mm. And I, so that's why he'd always have us working for him. Um, you could say it was a controlling way, but it wasn't. It was a caring way. He didn't want to see us fail. My dad used to say to me, I fail so you don't have to. We've all worked for our money. You know, we're not a rich family. My father was wealthy. Um, I, I, I was wealthy when I was on TV, but that was the TV money that I, that yeah. I had, you know. Um I think it's like a lot of people in Essex, like, you know, like you mentioned, those areas are like Brentwood, Epic mm. Forest, these sort of areas. You know, there's people that are well off, right, yeah. got money, but it's not often generational wealth. No, you know what definitely I mean? It's not. It's like a bloke who really has not come from much or, you know, a woman has not come from much and they've, they've just done all right in life. You Created know, but it's not business, necessarily it? the sort of money that they can then pass on to yeah. their kids and, they, you know, so that they've got money for, like, forever. Exactly that. And, and look... I'm doing the same for my children now, you know. Um, I have two children. I have a six-year-old daughter. Unfortunately, I don't see, but but hopefully, you know, life life will put her in front of me. I've got a five-year-old son. That he, he's my best friend What's at the moment. Name? His name is Harry. Harry. And he's is a, uh, you know, I obviously love both of my children, but I don't know my daughter, and that's the truth. I don't know my daughter, you know, but I still have a feeling of mm. of love for her. But it's hard to love someone you um, yeah. to have a bond with someone you don't know. But my son at the moment is my reason for carrying on, and and I'm I'm literally now setting my son's future up. I still want him to work. I want him. And to, you're moving out to be a bit. You're you're not too far from. I'm it, moving out of Essex. I'm moving up to like Norfolk kind Norfolk, of ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've uh, I'm going to go up there because I believe that um, every child needs a father. You yeah. know, I'd love to live next to both of my children. You know, but yeah. but. I can't, you know, I really can't, you know, but so I'm selling the company. I'm going to get into property, you know, so I've done me. I've done Kirk, you know, my, my life is I've done everything I would like to do in the sense of having children, partying, you Listen, know, 
You've completed Essex. I've completed You've Essex. You've completed Essex, mate. You know, there's a couple of more girls I can go for. <laughs> no, you know what? I have... Um, yeah, I, I, I just want to start a life. I want to start a business. I've always wanted to do property. Yeah, and that's what I was getting onto. My dad... I said, Dad, like, I'm going to get into property and I want to flip property. And he's like, don't do it. Like, because he never wanted to see me lose money and fail and, and be upset, mm. you know. Um, but... I'm not going against what my dad ever wanted me to do. I'm now, I'm going to get into property, you know. Yeah. I'm going to, um, my plan is to have three properties as well as my own house, another three with tenants in two and always flipping one, you know. Right, that's, yeah. you know, and I've been, I've been really looking into it. Um, buying at the moment, I generally don't think it's great because so But if you're going up to Norfolk, it's a bit cheaper. Oh, it's madness. It's like, like, mate, in, I mean, you think London's expensive. Obviously, Essex is, is not as expensive London, but still. Like what you showed me, what you can get for up there. So yeah, so the house yeah, that I've it? just bought, I've just I've just bought myself a nice four bedroom detached house. Um, I don't think you could get an apartment, a flat no. for that. I Mate, don't that think, that's you know the money that you started. That's just, like, it's mad, isn't it? It, just, you know? it makes me feel I might move to Norfolk with no, you. My, my Maybe we doing... can do the only way is Norfolk. <laughs> I think we can do it. I think we can. Listen, do I've it. got a couple of contacts in TV now. <laughs> we can have you. Uh, we can have me and then shitload of farmers. Shitload of farmers. I think. Or yeah. we get we get some of the other. We get the twins that was on Towie. Who was the, the, the bodybuilding twins? Oh mate, I love them. You know the what? Great twins. I love them. Dino and Gino. They Dino were great. And Dino and Gino are great. But you know what? Again with the show, they are really very good businessmen. Yeah. They're very good in their fitness. They've got a little business in Brentwood, I think. Yeah. With the, with they the protein were, they were doing. Yeah. I used yeah. to promote that for them. Yeah. Um, and and they're really good guys that. But I don't think the, sh the show tried to make a gimmick out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was they the have twins. Their, yeah. yeah, and do you know what I mean? And it was, they're not, they've got their own personalities, separate personalities. And I feel that the show tried to make a gimmick out of them. And, you know, and, and, and but look, they've made a good business out of it and they've done good. What would you say, um, what would you say out of all your time on, on Towie and that sort of celebrity life? Because you step back from it a little bit now, yeah. you know. What would you say was the if you is there one memory that you think wow that was the bollocks like a night or an event or we won a BAFTA, course. And, I, and I was on stage when we collected a BAFTA, which and we was up against Sherlock Holmes. Oh, <laughs> please YouTube that clip right because who's the guy that was in what's his name Martin oh, Martin Freeman? Yeah, so he, he was, was Sherlock Holmes, right? Yeah, and he was Sherlock Holmes. His face when we won, <laughs> I felt bad for him. Right, I really did. But, and it was, I I really liked that BAFTA because it was a viewer's choice BAFTA. Yeah. So it was, it wasn't a board of people who wins the BAFTA. It was the actual public. Because if it was the, the BAFTA people that are all, they would have never chose to yeah, Oh, definitely not. No. You know, it was, it was a laugh that show before. They thought it'd be one series and done. What series are they on at the moment? I mean, like, I was just thinking this, the other, I was just going to, I was going to say, it must be in the 20s. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, and I was on stage at the BAFTA Awards. And it was like, the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, what has just happened? I got kicked out of college like a year before or something, you know, yeah, like, you I was working. BAFTA. Winning the BAFTA. No one's ever given me the BAFTA, by the way. No. I want it. I want Who's the, got it, Jeff? I don't know. It's got to be around Mark Wright's house. It will be Mark's. <laughs> it will be around Mark's. He don't you know, live too far from here. What yeah. we do, we're going to knock on his door after. I'll get a, like, what was them 3D prints stuff you can get now? Can yeah, we just, we just say, Mark, give it. We're going to just get it. We're going to get a copy made. Well, just can I borrow it? Just just for a selfie with it. Yeah, but, um, he'll, he'll probably have the bat. He'll probably have a, like, a little. In his games room, or whatever, he'll have the BAFTA. Oh, he'll probably... have a picture when he beat you in the boxing match. Oh, mate, that's, you know what? So the BAFTAs was the highest, the boxing 
was my lowest. Was it your lowest? Oh my god! Like to this day, still, still gets me. But do you know what is? I reckon you probably got hoodwinked into that because you probably didn't know that he'd done a lot of boxing. Um, listen, I got or did m- you? No, right. So I lost. Okay, I'm did. I'm not a sore loser. I got battered right in front of a million viewers and a thousand people watching. I got no disrespect for Mark at all. I think what he has done with his career, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Honestly. Me and him started on the same show at the same day. Well done to him. I've got nothing but respect. I'd yeah. actually like to meet Mark. when my father died, what he said on this morning, short and sweet, but it was really to the point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people really went into it. Mark didn't try to milk it. So yeah. <clears throat> I've got no, but yeah, I, I, they really they really fucked me on that boxing. Um, Is that, was that one of the examples of, like <laughs> you said, of when... Of when they trying to convince you to do something for the narrative of the show. So I got told obviously, which wasn't in your best interest to do. I got told that that a boxing match was already set up, and the person that Mark was meant to fight has had a boxing match before and knows how to box. And Mark has never had a fight, so would he like to fight me? So it was even. Um, ITV and Mark asked me not to train um, because oh, they wanted really? it to be even. Um, I'd done a 15-minute filming with a doorman that was at Sugar Rock doing a bit of cage fighting. It was 15 minutes. That was the only training. All the training that I'd done was I'd jog two miles in the morning and two miles at night because I know Mark's a very... He's a good footballer. He's done football all his life. Um, And I got told, and um, my dad's never here to back me up now, but the day before the fight, Mark had a meeting with my dad and said, I've heard Kirk's a bit rowdy. Can you tell him to hold it back a little bit? Really? So my dad knows I was a little bit of a... Rowdy young and you know, and he says, Kurt, don't don't embarrass the fellow, you know, he, he he's never had a fight, mate. So I thought I was so cool, yeah, you, you thought know, he was in there to But look, I'm not look like I'm not taking nothing from Mark. I actually really like the guy, do you know what I mean? Like purely for his uh, driving what, enthusiasm. I think what you're trying to say is we need to arrange a rematch. I'd have it like, <laughs> one million percent. Like I'd have it straight yeah, away. I'll be, I'll be in your as long as I can have uh, uh, have a month of half of training, I would. So so even the head guards and that that got chosen for the boxing match if you re-watch me getting battered on YouTube and the music they put over it I cry every time I watch it it's all slow motion and dramatic you know the first punch of the yeah. first round broke my nose I had to have reconstructive really? surgery I couldn't see and yeah. I couldn't breathe the first punch you went bosh and I just heard it go it was the sound was in my head it went and literally yeah. but re-watch the fight so Mark it should have been an even even set up um Mark had what you would class as a sparring guard on. He covered his eyebrows. He had triangle cushions here that covered of his course. cheekbones yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah. I had one that you'd get from Decathlon yeah. um, that that literally went here and covered my ears. Um, but he battered me. I'm not not taking nothing away from yeah. him. So my corner man said the way to win a boxing match is not to fight. You know, use your jab. That's terrible advice. You know, he said, don't. <laughs> well, they knew I had a bit of a temper. So they yeah. said, you can't lose your temper. Don't, don't lose like, your rank. Yeah. Basically, don't get in a temper. They said, just jab. So I remember, ding, ding, boom, 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 boom. He's just done me in the nose, done me. My head guard has spun off because it was one size too big for me, my head guard. So every punch spun my head guard. Um, him, you could put a glove right up to his face. The, he wouldn't, couldn't get a glove on his face. The guard would stop it. Um, my cornerman went, he's a fucking liar. He knows how to box. So anyway, I said, listen, I've got to lose my temper now because I'm going to lose regardless. Yeah. I've, got to, I've got to go in swinging. Yeah. So I just thought, right, what would we do if we was in Farrakh? Start swinging some <laughs> arms on and everything like that. And every time, time I've swung once, he's got me with three. And then after the boxing, 
I found out that he'd had multiple amateur fights before yeah. that were on YouTube. I was just naive and believed what he said. You know what I mean? And um, he chose the head guards. He went and picked up the head guards. Um, it was... I feel I, like... I, I, I've got sour grapes about it, but yeah. it's, it's... I need to get over it. You know, I have. I really have. You know what I mean? But I was like... It was... For one person to look good, it was a horrible way to do that. Do you know what? I think that now, like a lot of stuff which has happened with reality stars, you know, since Love Island and all, and all this, right? I'd never dream of doing that now. Could you imagine mm. on Tell Me Now, like old two people having a, a chariot boxing match and it's going on, they'd be like, no, 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 that's that's not appropriate. Yeah. Do you, yeah. you see yeah, what I, I mean? Definitely, you know, it was, look, I, again, I've got nothing against the show, the thing, but that scene, that time, and then if you watch the episode of the boxing match, they never showed Mark training, but that episode... Showed you. They, no, they show you him training because yeah. they didn't want me to see him training. Yeah. Because if I watched the episode prior, like, yeah. yeah so even. That's the one thing with that show is um, I think everyone had their character, mm. didn't they? And Mark was very much portrayed as the man. Yeah. Uh, like, the, you know, the king. <clears throat> I think um, I went against ITV's plan. Their plan was to have a top girl and a top boy, Amy Charles and Mark Wright. That's what every show has to do because there's multiple spin offs. I was lucky enough to have a wealthy lifestyle, new cars, new watches, a nightclub. Yeah. And and I generally believe it was putting a stick in, in the spokes of Mark Wright, what ITV were trying to do. Yeah. I generally think that. I generally Would you think say that. Amy was the top girl on that show? Yeah, yeah. You know, to be a good person on TV, you've got to talk in what they call sound bites. You obviously know what a sound bite is. Yeah. You know, short and sweet, you know, because that's what they'll use for clip, gimmicks, advert, clips yeah. and stuff like that. And, and yeah, Amy Charles rocked it rocked it you know what yeah. I mean it was uh, she's character she's she's what like she's what you need for TV yeah you know she's what I mean TV. She's, she's great she's I great. mean I think probably the best person to come off Terry though who's the most entertaining TV wise it's got to be Gemma Collins yeah that's because um, she's, she's so could, unique and you know yeah. what I feel for Gemma um, she has give a lot of bigger ladies confidence yeah, no, I really do. Look, with the singing, you've got Adele when she was bigger that that would let yeah. bigger women feel that they can enter X Factor and stuff yeah. like that, you know. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think as well as her being great at, at TV, she she had a clothing brand for for bigger girls, and it and it really has because I don't like this image just being portrayed for these girls to have to have all this work done to them. Yeah. Like, if girls have work because they want it done, that's fine. Good on you. But don't feel that you have to have it. Like, I got veneers, yeah? I didn't need veneers. Mm. I felt I had to. I felt... He's nice to have your teeth done, though. Oh, he's good, though, yeah. Yeah. I'll I haven't brushed him in two bit. weeks. You know, I've not got joking. veneers, but I've got a brace. And it does make me feel a lot more confident. Yeah, it does. It does, you know. Especially when... When you're on TV, you've got... It's, it's constantly everyone's looking at you, do you know what I yeah. mean? And obviously I've had some embarrassing moments of people looking at me. I got caught masturbating three times, you know? Um, oh, who, was, who had that video? I don't know. So I, look, look I'm, I'm a recovering drug addict. I'm not ashamed to say I'm very proud. It's my journey, you know what I mean? I was a very lost person and I just found uh, numbness in, in drugs at the time of my life, yeah. do you know what I mean? But, so I was... Just, I was relentless then, do you know what I mean? I'm like meeting girls. Well, I was always going to America and that, Josh, so I'd get girls on Skype and meet girls up north and mm. yeah, I'd be Skyping girls and they'd be like... International Playboy. Do you know what I mean? On the internet, you know what I mean? And um, so I don't remember where that 
there's a couple of videos. People only know the main one. Was that when you was on Towie? Yeah, yeah, like like in my prime. Yeah. Like, um, so I can't remember. I think my manager at the time sent me a link to Twitter, and I think it was some exposed uh, Twitter set up to expose celebrities. Right. And there's a picture of me standing in my bath. I think I'm obviously wasted. Yeah. I've got my cock in one hand, fag in the other. <laughs> as you do oh like and but the Skype picture on the corner you can see the person I'm Skyping it's not that person they've they've just got a random picture of someone in a bikini or underwear and put that right. put that on the thing that pissed me off is the person that's done it you either do it for fame or for money they didn't sell it and they didn't put their name to it yeah, so I don't know what they wanted to show because in that picture, maybe I looked, they wanted you to stop smoking. You're listening to this, how, right? So <laughs> that's how they, they yeah. thought. Listen, if we stick this up with his cock in one hand, fagging the other, maybe it'll, it'll not. Well, listen, on the head. it doesn't show that smoking causes impotence. It really doesn't. Do you know what I mean? It was the complete opposite. They're like, "Cool, that fag really turns him on." But how about this, right? So now that picture is everywhere in every paper, right? Yeah. Fag in one hand, penis in the other. The Sun and all the other newspapers have put that put that in their paper, but they've cropped the picture of my head out, copied it and put that over the picture of my penis. Yeah. So, my dad rings me up. Um, and I, I used to rent a house off my dad. He rings me up. You fucking disgust me, boy. I said, Dad, don't, mate, don't. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, he's like, honestly, mate, he goes, I, I don't know where to look. He goes, I don't know where to look. I'm like, Dad, like, don't. Stop looking at it. Yeah, stop looking at it. <laughs> I was like, I was, he's like, no, honestly, mate. He goes, in my house, in my house, I said, Dad, what can I do? He said, if I ever catch you smoking in that house again, <laughs> I will go mad. I went, what? I said, what about me wanking? Right? He's like, do what you want with your cock, mate. Just don't smoke in the house. Like, honestly, that's what all he was bothered about. But, um, and then I've got... I've got oh, co- mate, that is so funny. I got caught with a couple of selfies, um, like in the mirror, the old, the old out, you know what I mean? And uh, it's, it's sort of bad. It, it was good. Look, I've had... I've had a few, yeah, a few of them leaked, but to be honest, it's only worked in my favour sexually. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, there you go, ladies, that's what I've got. Come and get it. You know what I mean? But again, I've got nothing to give to no one in a sense of, if I meet a girl, she's got nothing that me and her have just got. Everyone's seen me naked, do you know? And yeah, it sounds silly, but you want saying to yourself, I feel like literally like bringing a book out and then the front cover just being me naked and saying, there you go. Well, Add mate, on, on to the book. Yes. I texted you, didn't I, when I said about this, I was like, mate, and I was doing, I was I was going to put a picture up with you, and I was like, obviously, oh, so you've got an autobiography. Yeah. It's called Essex Boy. And yes. I was like, if, I was like, mate, if I hit it big, that was going to be my name of my autobiography. Well, we could have... Uh, I'm going to have to mix it up. Essex Boy, Essex Boy point five, I will say. Essex Man, maybe. Essex Man, Essex yeah. Man. Essex Man. It's, I don't even think I'll come up with a name. I was in a, I was in a bad place during that book and whatever someone told me to do you just done it i just done it um so the reason i brought out a book was not for financial gain or anything like that uh tally have only seen the view the audience of tally have only ever seen my um, lifestyle with money and everything like that and i was getting judged go get a job stop living off your they old man they don't know about the the the, the origin story yeah. of farrak of living in exactly you know, that 
and I also so and I also wanted to show other people there was another part of Essex as well, you know. Because um, I don't want I still hang around. I still live where I grew up, you know. Yeah. And I don't want people thinking that I forgot forgot my roots, you know, because I never have, you know. One thing I tell about anyone: it doesn't matter if you come from money or no money. Don't forget where you come from, yeah. you know. And uh, so I, yeah, I brought the book out, which was a bit premature. I feel normally you bring a book. By the way, if if you would like it, it's in most bargain bins at garden centres. You know, um, I, you know. I actually, I, they had it in a hotel once as well. It, it was like Did they when you was at the hotel holding up a table. It was, That's you know, funny. but um, it was. I didn't bring it out for the money. Like it was literally to say, look, guys, don't judge me until you know all of me. And and I generally believe I'd have people that have read the book. I have changed their perception yeah. of me. Um, but it messed up a lot of friendships and relationships as well because. I was talking to some big celebrities at the time that it was only texting, yeah. never met. And I had to tell my management everything I'm doing in life. Yeah. And they're like, why don't you put that in the book that you're talking to this Sell singer? Things, yeah. And I said, no, no, I ain't doing I, that. I think I know the singer you're yeah. talking and about. And I said, I ain't doing that because she's very high class. And one, she's a very nice girl as well. Yeah. Um, and I said, I'm not putting her in there, you know? Um, and when it come out, it was in there, you know, um, and it, and she got the right ump with that. Where I can't yeah. blame her. Yeah, I wasn't selling stories. Like, yeah. I wasn't selling stories. I don't do that. I have, I've never sold a story on a situation. If someone would ask me about something, I'm so honest. If someone said, "Why don't you talk to this person no more?" I will tell the journalist why, but I won't make no money off it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just an open book. I've got nothing to hide. Yes, you know what I mean? Slippery, aren't they, journalists? You just got to be careful. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. Like, like I, I do want to do TV again, Josh. I really do. Do you? Yeah. Um, I really do want to do TV again. Um, but I generally think I've ruined it for myself by being. I had very sour grapes and very bitter about how I thought I was being treated on Towie. Mm. I wasn't being treated any different than anyone else. I just was so wrapped up in the emotions. Anything was, was I felt it was against me. Do you know what I mean? So I did say that Towie was bad. They wasn't. They've told me to do the exact same what they told Mark or Amy to do. It would do. be nice to get you back on there, like you said, so you could see, you know, because you've got a lot of younger people on Towie now. Mm. But it'd be nice to have that. I think it would be great. I'd like to do it. Good. I'd like to do it. But look, if they never wanted me back, I'd understand why, you know. Do you talk to? Do you ever talk to the people from Towie? None still? of them. None no. of them. Like, do you know people that are still working on it? Yeah, I do know. Um, Can you not reach out to them? Maybe? Well, I'm going to. I'm going to reach out. Um, I know a couple of the cast members, not that I talk to daily, you know, no. but um, I haven't watched it since my last episode. No. And the reason I actually left the last show, that I, the last episode of Towie that I left, is because I could see that they were about to put me up against someone to have this... Same they put me and Mark up against each yeah. other. I don't want to even bring the scene up, but they brought two alpha male characters in. Who who were those characters? Um, I generally... Yeah, I don't even want to say who it was. No, okay. But they Fair wanted enough. me to go against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, For another storyline. You were like... Why yeah. do you want this? I said, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. doing it. I'm not yeah. doing it. I don't want to keep going for war with guys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not my nature. Yeah. Let me do a scene with the guy. Let's do great TV, you know? Yeah. Why do you want to make me look like... Uh, what yeah, are you doing yeah, talking yeah. to my girlfriend the yeah. competitive Essex uh, yeah, yeah. I ain't competitive no, yeah, I want exactly. everyone to do good Josh you know what yeah. I mean but uh, I, yeah I left then I'd done um, what's the last TV I'd done X on the Beach yeah that's right. naughty that show mm, I uh, I generally had a nervous breakdown on that show yeah mate that, that, that's not healthy that show and um, I don't drink never was it even when I was um, 
using yeah. uh, drug substances. I never really drunk because no. I'm not a good drunk. No. You know, when you see that loud guy kicking off in a bar, yeah. that was me. So I've always refrained from drinking. Yeah. So I just asked them not to let me drink on them. Oh, they let me drink, did they let me go? Yeah. They let me drink and, and I was horrible. I was, I think I was trying to come off of drugs at the time. So I was mm. on a major come down. Um, and it was, I had a, like, if anyone wants to know what Nervous Break looks looks like. Watch that. Watch that. I had it on there. Yeah, I had it on there. But you know what? I'm not ashamed of anything I've ever done in life because I will not do it again. I've learned from it. See me, I have to do things wrong to learn from them, Josh. I'm you know what I mean? Man. I'm the same. Like, I can't. You can tell me. Don't do that. I'd have to. I'll go do it. Yeah. You know, like, just to, do like, not okay. press that red button because your hand will fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure? Honestly, they'll be like, look, my hand fell off from doing it. Just don't do it. What's that over there? Dude. Oh, yeah, my yeah. hand's come off. Damn it. You know, that, that's that's how I am, you know. But, look, I'm in such a good place, Josh, you know. Um, I've actually got some ideas for you. Um, yeah. I think you should do it. You're going to copywrite it right after this podcast, right? right? okay. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're going to get turned over like Brown Bellow. So, so, no, you can have it. No, I want you to have it. I just <laughs> want to be on it. So, I generally think you and another comedian yeah. should go get two reality stars. Yeah. You So, you and your other comedian yeah. have a show in 30 days. You have got to teach me to be your warm-up act, vice versa, and whoever gets the best reaction wins. Mate... I actually think that is a fucking blinding idea. I really do. I've, I thought I've thought about something similar to that before. Yeah. So you've got so, so you'd be you'd be good on stage. I, I get nervous. So I get. I'm a very awkward person, Josh. Listen, you, it's it's hard getting up and making people laugh, and yeah. it, it takes years really of for that to wash away. That's why I think the show is going to be good, Josh. So, but I think I think I think you could be good at it. You know, I, I can I be on your team. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. By the way, like uh, what you do is phenomenal, Josh. Like I know this is a, is a podcast with me, but what you do, like we have only just seen now what you want to show us. Yeah. You know, they don't realise the graft, the long nights, having children, not being able to put your baby to sleep yeah. because you're sitting in pubs with four people yeah. telling a joke where they've all got their back to you because they're there on the piss. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you persevere with it. Mm. And yeah, I'm, I'm proud to, for people like you in Essex, you know, for just carry on. Not because you like the attention, because this is what you want to do, Josh. Yes, yeah, my craft. And, it, and, I, I, and I don't, that's it. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a stand-up comedian because mm. I want to be famous. No, in yeah. fact, I, I often say to people, I'm like, if I could have just sort of a, a level of fame where people know who I am, where yeah. they come out and they watch a tour show, then I disappear for three years. That's it. Then I come do another tour show. And like they'll... Mickey Flanagan, Kevin Bridges sort of have Yeah. That. They don't do no telly. No, yeah. They'll pop up once every three years, do a tour, yeah. sell it out, make loads of money. Doing stand-up, that's what I'd love. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'd and, do. And I've done... I mean, I've been doing stand-up for eight, nine years now. Yeah. You know, and it's only really in the last year 18 months I've got signed to this you know big agent yeah it's, things are opening up for me a little bit more but it's there's and been a lot of work before then yeah well they people will see your gig on that night and think oh look he's got paid for 20 minutes of work yeah. no he's had to write yeah. for 30 days for that that 20 minutes yeah 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 you have had to yeah. write that it takes years raise a child yeah. Yeah. live a social life and try and do that do you know yeah. what I mean and it's I've never classed myself as famous by the way never have never will because I haven't done anything to be famous. Mm. To me, someone who's famous like you that have, have wrote a I'm script. I'm not famous though. To me, you are. To me, you are, you know. Um, even a footballer that, that has trained very hard. Mm. What, what? Why would I be classed as famous? I got filmed doing what I was doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've got, you've got bloody 
people out there are doing more than I do in a day and they get no recognition for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. On minimum wage and that. But um, I, th- I think I've got second wind in me, Josh. Yeah. You know? Well, listen, I think that's a great idea of of you doing a stand-up. Yeah. Of, of, you... of writing, write, we write the set together. Mate, listen, what you just delivered there about your dad calling you up. Oh, uh, yeah. And you saying, I had my cocky one hand and the fag in the other. I, I generally... That's, mate... That's hilarious. Well, one, if, I, if, I was so to, if I was to open with that, I generally believe you've got the audience. I feel like, I feel like, mate, that is, that is so funny. Do you know what? Even when you said that, I'm thinking to myself, could I turn that into a joke myself? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, because that is so funny. It's so good. yeah, we'll right. have to we'll have to talk about that for sure. Yeah, You'll I'm have to come along to one to one of my shows. Definitely mate, do. You know what? I, I um I'm now stepping back into society. So I've took many years off. I got rid of my social media. Yeah. Um, I've come back to it now. Um, main reason I come back to social media there was some negative things saying about my dad that wasn't true. Yeah. Um, so I just come on to show that what I'm I'm fine. Like we're yeah. we're good. The family's good. You know yeah. what I mean? It's um. But yeah, I, I just stepped back to reevaluate myself. Mm. That's all I did. Check myself, become a good father, um, set up a good company. And and now I'm back. I'm back and I'm You're ready back, to mate. give it a good go. And I'm so delighted that, that you've given your time because, you know, obviously we just started this podcast. So to get yeah. you on, he's a bit of a coat for us. So, to be I'm honest, glad I... that you've driven here and you've taken the time. I'm really so grateful, mate. And I, Thank I, think, you. A lot, I think a lot of you, Kirk, and... You really have, you know, to see how positive you are now and all the positive things that you're doing in your life. Yeah. You're you're an inspiration. You're an inspiration for people to to stay clean and sober. Exactly and, that. Um, and At, I, you know, just what I say, literally, if, if one person can make another person smile a day, I generally believe you're winning. Mm. Just that, that's all. That's all I want to do. One per. If everyone can make one person smile a day, like yesterday. What did I do yesterday? Uh, I was at uh, parking car park. And I just paid for the woman next to me. It was only a pound. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it made her day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not one of them ones that's going to film me on social media. Here, love, here's a pound. Or no, give no, it. just mention it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, everyone. Get back on Towie. He's a good guy. <clears throat> yeah, I give pounds to people at parking lots. No, yeah. um, come on. Who's doing that in Towie now? I don't see anyone giving that's pounds That's my opening scene. Lots. That has got to be my opening scene on Towie. So someone yeah, that's already back. on it, I just come back and say, here, love. 50p for an hour, it's on me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Someone's there, like an old lady, she's trying to get her money in the machine, and then you see, here we go, babe. And it's a pound, and then it pans, pans out. out. Kirk's back. Boom, 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 boom. That's it. That's, that's the it. comeback. We've done it. We've done it. But, but listen, um, I think that's um, I think that's a great, great way to 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 end the uh, end the show, mate. God, honestly, thank you for having me on. I like. Right. I, uh, yeah, I've had fun. We've had a laugh, fun. haven't we? It's hot in here as well. It's I hot in here as well. I wore a jumper in the yeah. summer, but no, honestly, Josh, thank you, and yeah, I, I wish nothing but better things for you. No, and you, mate. Make sure you follow your, um, Kirk on the socials, and um, yeah, that's another episode done of that Josh James show. Thank you to my to my producer, the Italian stallion Salvatore Bacconi. <laughs> And um, listen, make sure to rate it on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Get it out there. Share this episode. This is a great episode. You've got to share it with your friends and family. Um, and thank you so much, Kirk Norcross, again. For thank you very us. much, guys.